All right. Welcome, everybody, to Lost But Willing Podcast, episode one. This is the first time uh, you're here with Matt, Gilbert, and... And Chris. Chris what? <laughs> Chris Boswell. Boswell. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, today's show, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about our first tour with Spark to Inferno. And I don't think you have to be a fan of Spark to Inferno to really uh, follow, along, <laughs> follow along with this. Um, we figure that it'd be... Uh, just kind of a funny story, uh, going northeast part of the of the country for our tour. Yeah, um, playing in the band with you guys was a, one of the uh, the most fond memories I have. I had a lot of fun seeing how we were really more than just a band. We were like yeah. we were a group of friends before we were ever a band. You're so deep. <laughs> But uh, because of that, I think that uh, I hold these these memories very very fondly. <laughs> All right, that was a little more serious going into some of these some of these memories you might not want to hold so fondly. <laughs> <laughs> you might some of these memories. Uh, well, look they're... good good or bad, they made the trip what it was they made the tour what it was true we spent a lot more time with each other than we did playing music i mean we had you know 45 minute sets or something like that and then a bunch of setups so the rest of the time or most of the fun stuff was not on video not caught on video and that's why we wanted to talk about it a little bit <laughs> here today um but yeah we 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 played uh this is I think it was 2000. We released our first record in 2008. Was it right after that? Yeah, I want to say we released it in December and it was like March or something like that that we decided to go on this tour. I remember it was still cold outside. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think it was March. Yep. And I do remember uh, having an awful upper respiratory infection, <laughs> which is not always. Uh, not always ideal for your lead singer that has to go on tour and and try to sing like it was it was rough. Well, remember at the time I was the only one in the band who was over twenty five, so the the company that we rented this van from oh yeah, the one of their policies was you had to be twenty five in order to drive one of their vehicles. So the way we got the van was I'm sure you remember. Um, we had to call this company, and they actually sent the guy down. He drove it down, and I had to go meet him. And it was like in the middle of the day. I had to work. I asked, for, like, I asked off. I asked to, to use like some of my time. And my boss had actually already asked off, so I had to like go and like run around on my lunch break to go and get them. to go like <laughs> meet this guy. And then I had to drive him to the train station so he could get on the train and make his way back because I think we rented from Pennsylvania. I think Lancaster. Didn't or you and Kenny go together to go pick it up, or was that to drop it off? That was to drop it off. Okay. Yeah, we like cleaned the cleaned the inside of that van out like crazy and made sure it was like spotless. We did not want. To yeah, be we were them <laughs> We were all smokers at that time, yeah. and it was supposed to be smoke free. <laughs> yeah, not at all. We had the the PS2 in there. Yeah, I was. I, I, I do was remember the, that. I was the only one who could drive since I was over twenty five. 
And so, like, I just had to drive and listen to y'all play PS2 the whole time. <laughs> Didn't you? Kenny's close to your age, isn't he? Uh, I think I'm three years older than... No, I'm two years older than Kenny, three years older than you, right? Yeah. Because you're like my that. brother's age. Yeah. You graduated with yeah. my brother. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I remember it was Bandigo was the, the name of that company. And yeah. the van, we thought it was so cool because it had a little power inverter and we could plug our cell phones into it and play PlayStation. I don't think we yeah. played any PlayStation the entire time. We had uh, NFL 2K Blitz or something like that. NFL Blitz. NFL yeah. Blitz. We I had NFL that. Blitz. That's what it was. I do remember playing that. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. I think we we played it more when we got to the venues and we were sitting around waiting for stuff. We right. played it. But, uh, yeah, I remember that. I couldn't drive. I don't. I don't even think I was 21 yet. No, you had to be at least 22. 21, 22, uh, yeah. Because I was 25. Yeah. I I was just old enough to drive for that. I do remember because I met Ashley, my wife, the like four months before at our CD release. Right, yep. And uh, I remember she was 18 and I was 21 or 22. And <laughs> yeah. I remember she had to get not... Just her four wisdom teeth taken out. She had to get the the teeth in front of those taken out. So she got eight teeth pulled the day I left for tour. And so <laughs> she was pissed that I was going out and having fun, yeah. even though I was sick as hell. Right. But uh yeah, it was uh it was a good time. So we can uh talk a little bit about it. So we started the tour, I think it was like a ten day tour. I mean, we didn't take any days off. I think we played every night, right? I think it was, it might have been. We might have gone from from like Friday night to Sunday or Saturday night the following weekend or something. Yeah, I think we played one, two, three, I think we had four, five, six, seven shows. Two local shows before we actually got on the road. And we came back and we played Wrecker Theater when we returned, right? Or was that what we left in Towson? Oh, I can't remember, man. It's been so long. Uh, but yeah, it was something like that. And don't want to get too much off subject, but you see that record theater is opening back up. I did pretty cool. Yeah, I saw some photos of the inside. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Done it. Yeah, looks a lot nicer than it did before. <laughs> I'll never, I'll never forget sitting in that hallway uh, in the back. They wouldn't let the real bands go. <laughs> the bands go into the little VIP section. I think we got in the VIP section once. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't that cool. It had a pinball machine. That's all I remember. I enjoyed the table. beers. They had beers up uh, back Free there. beer. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Right. Good times. <laughs> well, hopefully they have free beer moving forward. But <laughs> So we started, we played here. So I guess it was a record theater. And then we went to New Jersey. I don't remember where in New Jersey we went. We played at, um, we played at, I think it was, um, it was a venue that was connected to like a bowling alley. It was a it was a bowling alley. Nice. But, oh, there was like yeah, so they had like a bar in the bowling alley. Yeah, there was like a little stage. It was like a foot off the ground or something like that. Yeah. But I can't remember what the city was. I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> damn, New Jersey. Now that I think about it, I was like, I don't know a lot of the cities in New Jersey. You got it wasn't Atlantic <laughs> City. I knew that. <laughs> no. Either way, it was Dirty Jersey. Yeah. And uh, I remember we played, I think that show, it was a bunch of like pop punk bands. 
that we played with weren't too many. Like, I think heavy mostly, bands. if I rem- if I recall correctly, we played and then I think we had wristbands so that we could bowl afterwards. So I think we played and then bowled, and we were kind of in and out checking out the bands. Yeah, I don't remember. Did we bowl? Maybe I'm confusing that with another time. We played a bowling alley a yeah. few times. We played one more in like a more local, well, like that, around here somewhere or something. Maybe yeah. up, off like 26. Remember I just that? remember, I, I remember, so we had like six, six or no, it was probably more than six, probably like 10 friends drive up for that show. And it was they, at least a car full. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was starting to look back through the pictures the other day and it was, uh, I counted at least six or seven. Uh, what, was, <laughs> what was funny is we booked, I remember we booked a different hotel and they stayed in a uh, Motel 6 in whatever city we were in. We were in the luxurious Red Roof Inn. We were in the Red Roof Inn, so uh, I don't think it's really a step up, <laughs> but we got lucky because, um, you know, everybody was trying to do a hotel party afterwards and whatnot and drink and Apparently, the hotel that all of our fans stayed in had bed bugs, <laughs> and a few of our friends uh, got bed bugs. And like, they, they, I remember they told them they had to like get out of the rooms at nighttime. It was, it was a bad deal. They found out after the fact, or like at two in the morning. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Glad we chose the Red Roof Inn. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything <laughs> eventful. Um, wasn't anything eventful at the Red Roof Inn because I don't remember that at all. But at least that means I slept a little bit. I'm sure we just all cuddled up in bed and watched TV. Probably <laughs> we all had to share beds. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was eventful. And then uh, we did get to sleep in in New Jersey, and then we drove straight to New York City. Now, yeah, was it New York or was it was it that spot outside of Pittsburgh? No, we did New York first. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Because I remember we paid like $30 in tolls to go up to, <laughs> to oh, New York. Oh, no. And then uh, it was in Lower East Side, Manhattan. And the only reason I remember that is it's cool to say, hey, I went to Lower East Side, Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, at the Annex. The place was called the yeah, Annex. It was yeah, the Annex. And I remember, like, I mean, I was super excited to go and play there. I mean, it, yeah. it had awesome pictures, awesome website. Uh, I think they just had the, what is it, the Tokyo Police Band or whatever that just played. It was a nice venue. Yeah. It was really nice. It was just a really shitty promoter. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it was, I, I don't know. You know, on one hand, I could, I kind of get it. You know, I mean, just, so, so the only person who showed up was Kenny's aunt. Because she lived in New York. Kenny's aunt. There were a couple other people that showed up. But well, there were a couple people who came for for the other bands. But we really were relying on the other bands to, to bring people because we're not from New York. Yeah. I remember you know? we sold some online or something like that. But I'm pretty sure there's only like six people that came in. And then mm. we were headlining the show. So the other bands that didn't sell tickets, the promoter was getting in their face about not selling tickets. And then I remember he was just being an ass to us because we had, didn't we have drink tickets or something? And the only beer they had was like Red Stripe, yeah. nasty beer. Um, Yeah, I didn't, I wasn't quite fond of that. Oh, I remember you, I re- but apparently he yelled at you, didn't he? Oh yeah, we got into it, like almost into a fist fight. And there yeah. was... It was right before, like literally 30 seconds before we started playing. <laughs> and 
I remember because it looks a lot bigger in the pictures, but the stage was tiny. Like yeah. we were, we were packed in there. Um, I was, you know, I sweat profusely whenever I play regardless. And I just remember I, we just rushed out of there. Like as soon as we were done playing, cause I got, got into it with him. He was blaming us and wanted us to pay for our drink tickets and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I remember you were, like we got done and you were like, let's get our stuff and get out of here. And I was like, what just happened? Like what? Yeah. Like I was like, yeah, there was really nothing. Wasn't anybody here, but I, you know, I still feel like we played pretty well, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, we were, we were on point. I mean, I don't think we, we made any uh, mistakes or anything. It was just, right. we played pretty well for like nobody. I just didn't know why you were upset. You know? Oh yeah. I, I, I don't remember the exact words, but like, I don't get, I don't get in fist fights with people. I'm normally pretty right. calm. This guy really, really pissed me off. And then I remember I did something, I guess when we were moving our equipment and I like cut my knuckle or my finger and it wouldn't stop bleeding. I remember that. And we just wanted to get out of the city. We weren't staying in the city because we, I think we booked our hotel and our next show was in Allentown. So we stayed in like Philadelphia or Allentown or something on the way down. So we played, I don't think that, I mean, it's New York city. The shows probably didn't start until like 10 o'clock at night. So it was in the morning mm -hmm. early and I'm soaking wet. It's freezing cold outside. I'm bleeding all over my hand. We shove everything into this van, and by the way, we didn't have a trailer, so everything was in the back of the van where we were sitting, so very <laughs> uncomfortable, and I just remember someone, I wish I could find the, the footage, because I just saw red, and everybody, someone was filming me, and I was just cursing about the promoter and what happened, and it, I guess I I feel bad I never really told you guys <laughs> exactly what happened. I was like, let's just get out of here. Well, you said it happened right before we went on stage, so it's probably a good thing you didn't, because yeah. otherwise we all would have been like, I know. don't want to be here right yeah, now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, but one thing I do remember, I had a great time. Like we found, we found parking with this big ass van in New York City. Um, and with all of our equipment and everything, and we, we got to go around and get some food. I remember yeah. we had some really crazy pizza. Yeah. Uh, There's that place that, like, sold pickles just in <laughs> barrels out front. I was, barrels of pickles on the sidewalk. That's awesome, because yeah. pickles are my favorite food. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was fun. I bought pickles from there, and I forgot them in you the left fridge. left them in one of the fridges. Yeah, I forgot the, about one of those that. rooms. Ah. Uh, yeah. Bet you they're probably still in there. <laughs> <laughs> only only 10 years later or however long it was. So so what how, what what was the next destination after New York? Was it Allentown or was it um was it that that city out of Pittsburgh? It was Allentown cuz I remember we took the Pennsylvania Turnpike for hours. I felt like it was I think it was like 6 hours to get to Pittsburgh. Right. 5 hours something like that. That was the longest drive we had. I don't know, man. I think I think going into Columbus was, but so anyway, so the Allentown was when uh, you hit me with your um, your headstock on your guitar, so and it caused you to bleed. Yeah, so the first <laughs> night you were like bleeding like crazy, and the second night I was bleeding. I think everybody got hurt at least yeah. once on that that string. Yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah. I remember the. So, I remember. We drove down to Allentown and we stayed the night, and then we played in a place called Crocodile Rock. Yeah, in in Allentown, and it was actually like a pizza place on the top level, 
and it was like a multi-stage venue on the bottom level. I remember there were two or three yeah, stages. Yeah, there was a different show going on above us. We were like in the basement or something. Yeah, there was. It was a couple different stages, but that that one I remember. I had a lot of fun. It took us a while to find parking and stuff because I remember there was like twenty bands playing that yeah that show, and there was a bunch of tours combined in one that just kind of showed up there. Yeah. Um. I, for the life of me, I can't remember any of the names of the bands. I feel like I remember those bands being really good, though. Yeah, I remember I most of them were signed by somebody. Yeah, I can't for the life of me remember who they were, though. Yeah. But that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a good show. I mean, I don't remember like going around the city. I don't think we really did anything there, because we didn't. No. There wasn't anything crazy that happened on that stop. That was a pretty run-of-the-mill, other, you know, other than me getting getting hit with the headstock. But, yeah. But that that happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think I hit you in like the the bulk of your arm though. Too. Yeah, it was like up in my bicep area. Yeah, it made you stronger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I think before we go over to Pittsburgh, we should both <laughs> go. We should go over to our uh, our, our sponsors. sponsors. Yeah. Okay. And the way we wanted to do this, because we don't have any sponsors, and if you really want to sponsor us, please. Uh, Email us at lostbutwilling at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, whatever. We will take your money. Um, but until then, we are going to uh, – Chris has never seen any of these products. So I, 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 have two, uh, I have two products for him to read, and then he's made two for me, and this is going to be the first time we've ever seen these. So <laughs> I'm excited. Let's go ahead and queue up the music, Chris. Okay. You want me to go first, or you want to go first? Sponsors are waiting. I'll go down. I started reading this. Oh, okay. So I'll go. Toddler getting you down? Wish they had cool hobbies that don't involve watching Disney's Frozen? Well, now they can. Brought to you by Kindex. My fr- Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep going. Well, now they can. <laughs> Brought to you by Kindex, my first fire. Explore the wonders of fire lighting. Now with a 12-inch fire or 18-inch fire ring, 12-inch poker, four Endura logs, and eight-ounce fuel can, cherry-scented accelerant included. For ages two and above. My first fire, don't let your kids become lame. That was good. That one took me a little while. <laughs> All right. Franken Puffs breakfast cereal from Farkland Farms. Hey, kids, great news. Now you can enjoy flavors of a backyard barbecue at breakfast time with Franken Puffs, the hot dog flavored breakfast cereal. Our new and improved recipe no longer includes horse anus, but the finest chunks of butcher shop trimmings like head meat, gristle, and foot meat. Our chunky franks are dehydrated and then puffed so they float in your milk and stay crunchy. My chunks are floating! So the next time you sit down for breakfast, reach for Franken Puffs, now in ketchup and mustard flavor. Ha! <laughs> Franken Puffs. 
<laughs> All right, back to reality. That, that was that was good. I like that. Yours is pretty good too, man. <laughs> uh, it took me a little while. I think you're gonna like the next one too. So we'll, our sponsors don't pay us enough to just keep going through it. So we'll go back and do that again. Right. All right, so now we drove all the way from Allentown all the way over to, it wasn't Pittsburgh, but it was like... It was like right outside of Pittsburgh. Yeah, I kind of wish it was in Pittsburgh, (laughs) because remember, so this was around 2008, 2009, and we just hit a recession, because I remember driving through to find this venue outside of Pittsburgh, and everything was boarded up. It was like a ghost town. There was one thing open. It was, yeah. <laughs> but the weird thing was, when that show started, so the, 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 the first weird thing was that it was in an ice cream shop. It was an ice cream shop. That's not <laughs> weird at all. And it was, it was like a concert hall, almost like a VFW or something like that. Yeah, it was like a, it was an ice cream shop with a concert hall in it. And the bands we were playing with, I remember one of them was Hope something because I bought. To man is hope. To man is hope. And yeah, and I I think I bought their um their EP or their demo or whatever. They were really good. They were really good, and they were really nice guys. Yeah, I I gotta look them up and see if they're uh still around or if they recorded anymore. Yeah, that was an awesome shirt too. It's the word <laughs> hope just written on the side. It's cool. Yeah. But uh, I remember those were some really heavy bands, but they were all pretty nice guys. And, I mean, they had a pretty good... I remember there was at least, like, 50 people, something like that. There was a good amount of people there. I mean... Yeah, just a really big venue. That was another another one of those stops where there was... Because they were on tour, we were on tour, and then I don't know if there were any more, but I think there was, like, a local or two. But, yeah, it was so weird because there was nobody to be seen, and then all of a sudden, as soon as the show started... There was a line coming out the door to get in. Yeah. And that was the only people we saw. That was probably the only people in the zip code. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was freaky, man. You didn't want to go outside, especially we got there when it was daytime. And then when it was nighttime, uh, you know, everything was shut down. The only thing that had lights on were this one venue slash ice cream shop. Yeah. uh, I think it was an ice cream slash coffee shop, though. Maybe it was. Now that I think about it. Maybe it was. Because I remember there were a lot of like preteens that wanted to act cool and they went and got like coffee or cocoa or oh, something. Let me go get some coffee. <laughs> I want to look cool. Oh. Let me get some cocoa. <laughs> 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 but I do remember the most eventful part of the night. I think we were packing up because I remember it was dark outside. Hold on. Okay. You do remember that the promoter ripped us and the other touring band off, right? And dipped out with all the money. No. You don't remember that? Now that you say something, I remember something of it. Yeah. What happened? So the promoter was like, hey, good job, guys. Let me go get the money and like left. <laughs> and it was a good amount of money from what I remember. because like it, it was, was like 50 or 60 bucks, which for us, that would have been a that gotten us, tank of gas back right, then. That would have gotten us to the next spot. Wow. I do remember that because he was back in the day. MySpace was the thing. Right. And I remember he was a MySpace promoter, and he had like good reviews and stuff. And I mean, he set up a pretty good show, but he yeah. was an asshole, and he took our money. <laughs> right. Well, I remember the singer from the that other touring band was like, he wanted to kill that dude. Yeah. Like I was like, uh, you know, it was fifty bucks. I could have sworn now that you say something, one of those bands actually found the guy and like forced him to go to an ATM or something and pull money out. It might have been the guy you're talking about. Man, I wish we were that tough. 
Yeah, well, we didn't have, we didn't have a manager or anything at the time. I mean, I wouldn't have gone through all that for fifty dollars. And anyway. Elliot was with us this first tour, right? Yeah, yeah. So Elliot was our merch guy that was with us. So he didn't look tough either. You know, we looked like kids. I mean, you could see the pictures yeah. on our Facebook and everything. And uh, you know, we'll put some up on the video when we post it on YouTube. But we were we were young little whippersnappers. I don't even think <laughs> yeah. you had any facial hair at all. That was probably the last time I remember you without facial hair. I don't know. I used to do just like the just the hair, like the goatee soul patch. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I did just the goatee for a long time in mutton chops when I was young. I looked real cool. Yeah. <laughs> in British. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All right, so we're at the point where the promoter stole our money, um, which this, I mean... We just let it go because we were... This was a fully funded tour by us. We weren't signed. We weren't looking to make money. No. So we all just pitched in our own money to do it, and I mean... We were really kind of hoping to just have the tour sustain itself as much as we could. So, like, get 50 or 60 bucks to throw it in the gas tank. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think that's all we were trying to pay for was gas. Right. Because even with, I don't know, we'd sold a good amount of merch, but I think the second tour we sold more merch. Right. But this one, we had all those custom shirts that Nelson made. He got his own, or you you had a t-shirt pressing thing too. I, he had one and I ended up buying it from him. I yeah. still have it. My nephew still has one that says "Spark to Inferno came to party." Yeah, <laughs> from from when he was like seven, he used to wear that around. <laughs> James finally grew into a couple of the ones I made for him. I still remember the one with Reptar on the front. That was the best one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But uh, I think it had to have been when we were packing up because I remember we were out back and it was dark at this point, and we hear all these people yelling and whatnot, and then this dude walks up to us all like. I don't remember if he was bloody or if he was just super, super sweaty. But either way, we asked him if he was okay. And we were packing up with another band. And this dude was so, like, happy. And he's, yeah, I'm fine. He's all pumped up. He's like, I just left a fight club. (laughs) And we're like, what do you mean you just left a fight club? And, yeah, there's a fight club on the roof. Yeah, that's right. You guys want to come up? <laughs> yeah. we. I, how do you turn down? You want to get into a fight club or whatever. There was a bunch of bunch of people. I guess they were at the show because there's no one else in this town. Well, first off, that kid messed up because he broke the first rule. <laughs> he broke the first rule of fight club. <laughs> and he told everybody about it and right. how cool it was. Um, But we still had another three... Two two shows after this and a long ride home. Yeah. So we decided not to get in a fight club. We gave each other a couple purple nurples and <laughs> we we were satisfied after that. Right, a couple noogies. <laughs> a couple noogies. Um, we were a noogie club. I mean, it, it was just a bunch of like white kids on the roof fighting each other. <laughs> right. <It> was, <laughs> go Pittsburgh. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, it was definitely eventful to say that we. Uh, we played at a place that had a fight club on the roof and an ice cream shop attached to it. <laughs> right. But uh, did we stay? I don't think we stayed in Pittsburgh. I think we drove straight to Columbus, right? Yeah, we did. That was that was the longest drive for me. Yeah, because we did was, just do that drive right before that. All yeah. day we were on Pennsylvania Turnpike. It was late when we got out of there, so it took us a while to get uh, to Columbus. 
But I remember it was like everybody in the van was like sleeping. So everybody around me snoring. <laughs> and I'm like trying to listen to music. I'm like turning it up so I'm like not falling asleep. I'm like driving and like those little white lines are like. And I'm like, oh, it was like hypnotizing me. I was so happy to get to the hotel room that night. I don't think we got there until like three or something. Three yeah, o'clock in the you morning. had to do all the driving on that tour. I felt bad. <laughs> yeah. That was rough. I remember because I kept going up front and trying to like stay awake with you <laughs> yeah. for most of the time. But I remember, so Columbus, I got to say, man, Columbus was my favorite. I, f- I feel like that was the best night of the tour that we had. <laughs> and I don't even, like, I remember we got there early, like really early, and it was across the street. Do you remember the name of the venue by any chance? Yes, it was called Bernie's. It yeah. was a bagel shop. It was a bagel shop on the on the ground level, and then in the basement it was a bar. So it was Bernie's Bagel and Bar or something. Bagel and Bar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was right next to like some really well-known venues, but this was not a well-known right. venue. Right. No, actually, it was a well-known venue. It was very, very famous for being the most disgusting venue in Columbus. It was dis- – I don't remember being disgusting. Dude. What was gross about it? It was one of those places where – um, like the door, like there were no doors on the stalls in the bathroom. Uh, you remember we showed up and there were like all those stinky people who like lived there. And, uh, no, I don't remember that. I was, yeah, oh my God. They like all smelled like they just like, they were like, I don't know what to, I guess uh, gutter people or something. Because <laughs> I smell gutter people all the time. <laughs> they're just gutter people. They're just stinky people. Yeah. But they, so, like, I remember we were loading in and we had to go down the stairs. It was in the basement. And, like, there was, like, two people sitting on a step. It's like, excuse me. And I had, a, like, a 4 by 12 which is a big speaker cabinet. So, they, like, moved over, like, one inch. You know, they're like, <laughs> whatever. Like, I moved. You can get around me, you know. So, I'm lifting, like, a 4 by 12 guitar cabinet over Ampeg. their heads. I remember that Ampeg was, like, lead. Yeah. It was so heavy. Yeah. I still have it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was good, good amp. But there was that. Remember, the uh, the band we played with was great, but uh, the sound guy was late. And then he got there, and he just, like, flipped the board on and was like, all right, go ahead. And Didn't then he we went, start doing our own sound at some point? Or he like went and Elliot? started playing pool. Yeah, and someone and, and I think we were like, went over there. Hey man, can we get some more XYZ in our monitors? You know, and he was like, Oh, I just broke. It's my turn next, you know, like aren't you, <laughs> our, aren't the, you the pool sound table's guy? right in front of the yeah. <laughs> like we could see him the entire time. We're playing. It's like right in front of the floor by the stage. I do remember that. Yeah. I could have sworn like Elliot went back there and just started doing stuff himself. That's our possible. merch guy. That's a possibility. <laughs> But you know what's funny is, um, have you ever heard the band, um, the what are they called? The End of the Ocean? No. So they they played a show with O Brother, and I went to see them. And I like them, too. I, mm-hmm. I enjoy their music. I didn't know they were from Columbus. So they they played their set, and they were packing up or whatever. And I went outside, and I was talking to them. And I was like, so you guys are from Columbus, huh? It's like, have you ever played at a place called Bernie's and they just started cracking out? They were like, that is, no, that place shut down. They were like, that was where we played our first show. 
They were like, that place was terrible. They, and the guitar player from that band proceeded to tell me like about some show he was playing there. And they had a, a, like a grate in the middle of the floor. And apparently it was a common thing for like people to just pull their Johnson out and like piss down that drain. <laughs> Inside the venue? Inside the venue, like at the bar. I did not pay attention to that stuff. So you I mean, just drink and see piss that. at the bar. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder everybody were gutter people. <laughs> <laughs> right. Another funny thing. That was another place where we were supposed to have a guarantee. And we asked about getting paid. And the bartender was like, yeah, I'm not going to pay you, but I'll give you guys some shots. Yeah, I remember we drank a lot. <laughs> so... We were like, I guess if that's all we're going to get, we may as well take some shots. So the guy, there was, what, four or five of us? Yeah. So there was five With of Elliot, us. yeah. And the guy st- stood there and he counted us. And he like pointed to us each time he counted. He was like, one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. All right. And then he poured five shots. But I was like, dude, did you need to make sure? Uh, he might I don't, he might have been drunk or something. <laughs> probably. He was probably in the middle of pissing in a drain. <laughs> Hold on a second. Zip. All right, let's pull your shots. <laughs> right. Oh, man. I do remember that. I remember we made some money at that show, though. I think it was merch. Because we played with that band. And I'm still friends with her on Facebook. Brooke something. I can't remember the band. Um, but... Like, they didn't sound like they were super Catholic, but oh my gosh, they were so religious. Really? They were, oh my gosh. Um, but I remember they were the ones that set up the show or, or got everything set up. And I think they probably bought a bunch of our merch because they were big fans of ours. Right. Um, which, I remember we made some money. But going back, I, it was like the perfect location because we were like a block down from... Yeah, we were right across from Ohio State. Yeah, we were across from Ohio State, and we got to go out there and promote and play Frisbee a little bit <laughs> during the day. <laughs> right. Um, but I, I remember, like, up the block, there was another venue that was called... Uh, I've seen, like, live film stuff. Like, it was, like, 930 Club. It was uh, some type of theater. Um, and they had all these awesome bands playing there. This is... I remember we walked past it, mm-hmm. getting to the Bernie's place. Yeah, and we were like, oh, why aren't we playing here? Yeah, right. <laughs> because it was closed for that day. Like, there was no show booked. And it's like, let's just go and try to play here. Yeah, right. But, um, because I remember we had a lot of trouble booking Columbus. We had, like, a really good show set up, and then the, sh- the venue shut down. I can't remember all the different ones, but um, we had a couple different shows set up. But the eventful parts after the show, <laughs> you know... So after we finished, and this one, I feel like we only played it till like 9.30 or so. So it was still pretty early. Um, and it was a college town, so everybody's out drinking and whatever. I think it was like a Thursday, Thursday or Friday. I can't remember. It was near the end of the tour, so yeah. it was around a weekend. It must have been a Thursday or something. Yeah. Um, but there were a lot of people coming in and out of the venue. And um, we went out back, and a couple people still wanted us to drink with them. And... Um, there was a random, we we still don't know if he was homeless. I don't think he was homeless, but he was a random bearded guy. Didn't know us. No, he worked at the venue. No. Or he well, he was maybe one of those people who like lived in the, gutter the venue. Be- the he gutter was people. one of the gutter people. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> our merch guy, um, Elliot, he uh, 
we're in Columbus, Ohio. And he just randomly, he, he's drunk too, because we we're all drunk at this point. And he just randomly started walking away. I don't know what the guy asked him or what they were talking about. Do you? I remember it very clearly. Oh, go right ahead. Um, well, I mean, I don't remember how it started, but I remember they got into kind of like a pissing match where it was like, well, if I were to get into a fight with you, I would grab your neck and I would just twist it. <laughs> I remember this. Now. Yeah. Uh, and Elliot's like, well, where I'm from in Baltimore, if like your friend is outside getting into a fight. Then, like, all your friends who are in the bar are going to come running out, and they're going to, like, you're going to get beat up, you know? And then, so the dude's like, oh, okay, well, if I was to get into a fight with you, I would just grab your head and jam my thumbs into your eyes and beat your head against that pole right there. And, you know, Elliot's like, man, I'm from PG County. (laughs) You and like this guy knows anything about PG County, you know? <laughs> like you're better off saying Baltimore, yeah, right. <laughs> PG County. He was from so, Bowie. <laughs> so then, I don't know. We got distracted with something else going on. We turn around and Elliot's not there, and so we're like wandering around the streets looking for Elliot. While we also didn't know where the other guy was, we thought maybe that fella. He was talking with Elliot, maybe dragged him off into the woods. Maybe he really did beat his head against a pole. Yeah. And then he was trying to find a spot to dump him at that point. <laughs> it was like, you know what it reminds me of? The movie Step Brothers. Because they were like in, in each other's faces. I do remember them like going back and forth. And then it was just like, did we just become best friends? <laughs> and then Elliot was just gone. Right. <laughs> we couldn't find Elliot. We couldn't leave Columbus, Ohio Maybe without him. they just him. ran off together, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were walking up and down. Like, they didn't have a car, so they had to have done it by yeah. foot. It turns out he went to get cigarettes. Really far away, because <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure we walked up and down like five blocks each way. I was like, oh man, guys, I just went to get cigarettes. <laughs> uh, he was gone for like hours. <laughs> right. So, I I remember we didn't end up leaving Columbus until, or like getting in the car uh, until we were ready to eat. Because I think we did, we did stay in Columbus and we went to a Waffle House with that other band. We went, yeah. And um, that was a Best Western. (laughs) That's where we stayed. In case you want to sponsor us, Best Western. (laughs) Well, it was a Best Western. There's a plug. Well, it was memorable that we stayed at the best western because that's isn't that where your credit card number got stolen from it was <laughs> oh man i completely forgot i booked all the hotels for the tour on right credit and we card. all just gave you money and it turned yeah. out that yeah the guy uh the guy took my credit card i didn't find out for like three weeks later but he bought like all these auto parts and stuff <laughs> oh man um yeah that was funny uh, I do remember, so we went to Waffle House and I forgot, completely forgot because we, we, we ate lunch there too. Cause we got there really early. We, yeah. that was the first time we tried, uh, White Castle. Yeah. And, and it was, yep. it was worth the hype. I remember it being really good. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I like the microwavable ones though too. They're I'm, not, they're not bad. I'm very easy to please. Yeah. I feel like they weren't really that much different when we got them from White Castle. Like Hot Pockets, man. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh. Hot pockets. <laughs> <laughs> that stand up. I'm really into gourmet food. 
Hot Pockets, now sponsored by NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> gourmet food. Oh, man. They do have those nice gourmet ones. Um, so, I do remember, because the, the chick was, like, super, super Christian, and I'm Jewish, which I'm not, I'm Jewish, but <laughs> I remember she kept hitting on me. Like, she was always hitting on me and right. on MySpace and stuff, but it's MySpace. Everybody goes back and forth, whatever. Well, you're the lead singer, man. But it was like, we were trying to, but we, she was a lead singer. She was a lead singer her band. Well... Well, I didn't want anything to do with it because, you know, my my girlfriend now was at home, who's now my wife, <laughs> right. was at home, you know, high on Percocets and, you know, crying and That's the whatever. perfect time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> joking. Totally joking. <laughs> Sorry, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just remember, like, like, I just wanted to leave Waffle House and, like, she just kept trying and kept trying and yeah. we, we ended up leaving. So <laughs> it wasn't too eventful. Well, we had to get to our next spot. Yeah, Cleveland was Cleveland was like two hours Cleveland. away from right. Yeah, it was a couple hours away. I think before we go into our last venue, we should probably go back to uh, have another moment for our sponsors. Yeah, um, you know, because it, it was pretty eventful time in Cleveland uh, as well. And then, uh, yes, let's go ahead and take a little time for our sponsors, and we'll close out the show in just a few minutes tell you about cleveland (laughs) all right there it is now from our sponsors i like how you're bopping your head with the music like you gotta do the advertisement on beat i like this (laughs) got too much dip nothing to dip it in just the crust from Obvious Plants, the makers of meat soda and meat soda ketchup flavor. Just the crust. Great for dipping. Now in whole, green, wheat, white, potato, and pizza. Just the crust. <laughs> eh, that was okay. It's all right. My, the first one you read of mine is much better than the second. Uh, well, I, I was waiting for you to like just read it and say, J- got enough dip? And just have a good pause, but it is the reading. So here we go. Dr. Flaxer's Rubbing Cream, the everyday general use salve. New extra strength formula to tackle the toughest rubs. <laughs> Next time you need a rubbing cream, reach for Dr. Flaxer's Rubbing Cream. Dr. Flaxer's. Careful, will you rub it? Side effects. Sensitive skin, hives, rash, burning sensation, anal leakage, toxic shock syndrome, spontaneous combustion, and death. That's Dr. Flaxler's. If anybody needs any rubbing cream. Rubbing cream and crust. (laughs) You like the picture I put on yours that has actually a crust in like a mason jar? Yeah. Yeah, that's more that gourmet food we were talking about earlier. I was hoping the potato would flow into the pizza. (laughs) Potato and pizza. Right. All right, so let's talk a little bit about Cleveland before we uh, close down for today. I'm pretty sure we're we're close to our time. Yeah. But (laughs) Cleveland was pretty awesome. Uh, Not always just for funny purposes, but I I remember we got to Cleveland. It was super early in the morning, right? I want to say... I don't even think we stayed in a hotel. We drove straight from Columbus or something. Yeah, we didn't stay in Cleveland. 
no, we got there. Um, see, that was another another city that was like a ghost town. Yeah. Remember, nothing was open. And we were right in downtown. Yeah. We were right right next to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like, we parked yeah. next to it. Yep. But I remember... Um, I remember Kenny and I got into a fight. Because yeah. uh, you, you didn't update your maps. You didn't update your maps. So this is back when back when GPSs were new. Right. And you had to actually plug in the GPS to the computer and update your maps and whatever. And, I mean, we were only like probably three or four miles from where we were playing, uh, being mm-hmm. at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And we parked. And I got to the point where... Kenny just said that this is like the third time throughout the whole tour we were using my GPS or Kenny's GPS. And right. And Kenny, Kenny, Kenny's was the best. Okay? Well, he updated his maps. <laughs> he updated his maps. You didn't update your maps. On the reg. What's he wrong up- with you, man? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he like brought his laptop <laughs> just to update his maps so he could t- ask me why we didn't update my maps. Can I use your laptop? No, this is just for updating my maps. <laughs> this is my maps laptop. <laughs> So, I mean, his his was better. I don't remember mine. I do remember mine was like a Mio something, and it was uh, like the uh, the Knight Rider version. <laughs> so it had the voice of Knight Rider and like these little red lights on it. Anyway, um, but I kept just I kept like really pissing him off because he was like, "Dude, you really need to update your maps. I mean, you should update your maps." And I kept like I was really calm about the whole thing, and he was just getting so wound up. And eventually, he quit the band. Like for a minute, for like <laughs> it was like seven minutes. All right, <laughs> he quit the band. He walked up like two or three blocks, and it was freezing cold in Cleveland in March. And I think Elliot went after him, or no, I remember Nelson. Nelson said, "Should I go after him?" And I said, "No." <laughs> like, we can play tonight without bass. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> But I like I wasn't really fighting with him. Kenny was the one that was pissed off. I wasn't really pissed right. off. Well, it's because you didn't update your maps. I don't remember how we resolved that. I, I'm pretty sure I had to go to him and say, hey, man, I'm so sorry I didn't update my maps. <laughs> 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 like, how do you apologize for something like that? But I guess he was just in the band for that one last show. <laughs> right. Oh, but <laughs> anyway, we made up, um, you know. It was, it was yeah. a good time. And I remember it was like 10 or 11 in the morning, and we wanted to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That was part of the tour. We wanted to go in there. Yeah. And we walked in there as the band and with Elliot at the same time. And we went to go in and pay whatever the fee is to go in, like 10 20 bucks. It was like 25 or $30 a person or something. I think. Yeah, it, it was expensive. But, it, I mean, it's like any museum. It's I normally mean, pretty expensive. You know what, though? It was worth it. To see Jim Morrison's fourth grade report card. <laughs> but wait, we didn't pay. No, Never. we didn't. We didn't. And I don't know how we we got away with Elliot, but um, we I think we said he was like a new band member from when we recorded the album. He played the triangle. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> the kazoo. The kazoo. Um, but I, I remember we had to give them one of our CDs. Yes. And they, that was the deal. If you were a touring band, you got to go in for free. And yep. so we didn't have to pay anything, and and they archived our EP in their in their database. Yeah, and that was the Meet Me at the Shoreline EP. Yeah, so they still have it at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Spark to Inferno is part of it. Yeah, so uh, we're in there. If you're interested in obtaining a copy, you can contact them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have one on my wall, and that's the only copy I have. Right. <laughs> I don't even have it on my phone. Yeah, I don't even have. 
I don't think I have a copy of it anywhere anymore. I was never big on keeping our like my own <laughs> recordings. Great. But um, so, yeah, we turned it in and I remember like I wasn't super impressed with it. I mean, it was cool to see some of the stuff like I remember seeing like ZZ Top's like furry drum set and all oh, that no, kind that of stuff. Oh, no, Parliament. Was it Parliament? Yeah, Parliament. Yeah, the um, the drummer had a furry, a fuzzy kit. Yeah, and this was, a, it was either like a day after or a day before Metallica was being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and they don't do the shows at Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but when they yeah. induct the people in there, they do like one big show. Because I remember watching it on, uh, uh, and seeing all the banners, but I, I remember specifically this was like a special Bruce Springsteen or something like that. Um, like they had his Corvettes or a bunch of his cars around. Yeah. I remember they had Elvis's Cadillac, the pink Cadillac. And, um, there's something going on with Prince at the time too. I don't, I think at that point he was already inducted, but I remember they had a bunch of his stuff out there. Yeah. I can't remember. I mean, I remember the Jim Morrison stuff. I remember his report card, and I think they had like, they had his uh, Cub Scout uniform or something hanging out. Cub Scout <laughs> uniform. Uh, I remember just like it was really cool at first, and then just because you have to follow like a certain path, you can't just run, randomly walk around the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? And it ended like really poorly. It was like the wall of sound, and. <laughs> It was like all these these amps and recording equipment that like all these famous records are you know that's cool to a musician I guess right but we were musicians and I didn't find it that cool. <laughs> I mean, well, you what I've, the thing that I uh, I'm surprised you didn't mention was when so we we got in and they were like so everything in this area you could take pictures of that but anything beyond that apparently they said you couldn't and we didn't hear that last part. We were like, oh, cool, we can take pictures. Yeah, I do remember that. That was the Bruce Springsteen stuff you could take pictures of, but nothing else. Right. So I remember you and I were walking around taking pictures. (laughs) And, like, the dude walked up to you, and he's like, you need to delete all those pictures off your phone. He told us because the the Hall of Fame doesn't own any of that stuff. It's all donated, right? It's all on loan to them. Yeah. Yeah, like, the whoever... I guess the artist or the their family or their estate owns the property, um, but it's kind of like on permanent loan to the you know, um, but they never said anything to me. They didn't see me taking pictures apparently, but I was snapping pictures left and right. I mean, it was two thousand eight. If if I remember right, I had like this big ass phone that looked almost like a sidekick that flipped out, and so they probably mine was saw a flip phone, a flip flip phone, flip flow, flip flow. <laughs> Oh, man. Mine was a flip phone. So. Patent pending. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. I do remember one of the coolest points of that tour for me, at least, I guess you could say, like emotionally, is I got to call my dad from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I got like a shirt from there, and like got him some cool stuff from there. And yeah, that's right. I I remember we all we spent some time in the in the um in the gift shop and everything, but uh, that was cool just to be able to say that we were there and our CDs in there and everything. And yeah. It was a, definitely a good way to end the tour. Didn't we? So we, the venue that we played that night, what was the venue's name? Do you remember? It was called the Hi-Fi Club. The Hi-Fi Club. And I remember it because that movie with the guy from... High Fidelity. 
No, not from Lifetime. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, it was called Rockstar. It was the guy. From, oh, yeah. Yeah, the guy from uh, The Office. Rain Wilson, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's calling all these venues in Cleveland to get their first show, and that was one of them, was the Hi-Fi. Is this the Hi-Fi oh. Club? Can we play here tonight? And they said no. <laughs> but anyway, so we I got to play there. I don't know how we got booked. <laughs> it was if a Rain cool Wilson venue. Rain Wilson couldn't get booked. <laughs> it was a cool venue, but... um. You know, didn't your stalker show? It was your stalker that showed up to the oh, show, no, right? She was. We all shared that stalker. I didn't share any stalker. <laughs> she didn't. I don't remember her even talking to me. She well, I think she was a fan of the band. Oh, okay. And I just happened to be the one who was trying to, you know, I guess be friendly. You were the you one know. that was replying to her her messages on MySpace and stuff. I see. I just think I don't remember that. I mean, I think she might have commented or something and been like, "When are you coming to da?" And I was like, "Oh well, we're gonna be there." <laughs> you know. And then I don't think I. It's not like I kept talking to her. That's the only thing I can imagine would have in happened. her head. You kept talking to her, probably <laughs> along with several other voices. So, I mean, all I remember really is she showed up. She was like 40 years old, and we were in our 20s, so it was a pretty big gap at that time. Not that there's anything rolling with 40-year-olds now that we're pushing 40. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it was just, it was odd. It was like she was acting like she knew us her entire life when yeah. she showed up. Yeah, so, well, here's the thing. She was the only person who showed up to see us. There was some acoustic act who was playing in the front of the bar. And they had the front of the bar packed. I guess they're from there. Yeah. Fair enough. But we had this one woman show up. And we were standing outside ready to go in. We're waiting to get in. Um, And she comes walking up. We're like, oh, hey, how, how's it going? Who are you here to see tonight? She's like, you? <laughs> like, really? Well, that's really cool because we're not from around here. And it's crazy that somebody would show up to see us in cleveland you know yeah and then we go in and we're all kind of standing around or whatever and we had those promotional postcards mm-hmm. we were kind of throwing them out on the tables and trying to get our name out there and i handed one to her i was like here's a postcard she's like oh thank you she's like i love this I love this postcard i'm gonna hold on to this it's like all right <laughs> That's cool, you know. <laughs> it's just a postcard. Right. <laughs> it was a pretty good postcard. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was I pretty mean, cool. As far as postcards go, <laughs> that was definitely a good one. So uh, she starts talking to, to Nelson, and uh, she was like, do you want to see a picture of my daughter? <laughs> <laughs> With that deep voice? <laughs> well... I'm I'm going for a dramatic effect. Okay. So I'm going to over-embellish a little bit here. She was like, do you want to see a picture of my daughter? And she wasn't even a smoker, was she? No. <laughs> she's like, do you want to see a picture of my daughter? He's like, yeah, sure, I guess. You know, like, no, obviously. Nobody <laughs> wants to see a picture of your daughter, but you obviously want to show one. So she takes this picture out. She's like, yeah, she's three years old. And she hands the picture to Nelson, and Nelson's, like, looking at a picture of, like, a 10 to 12-year-old kid. And he's like, she looks a lot older than three. And the woman's like, well, she's 10 now. Like, she's 10 now. Like, so she's like, that'd be like, dude, I got a, I got an infant at home. 
And then you come over and you see my daughter who's six. <laughs> and I'm like, well, she was an infant. She was an infant at yeah. some point. Right. Yeah. So you're a toddler right now, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I guess with that logic, you can be any age you want. Tell my wife I'm a toddler now. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. I think so, this is... Uh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's all right. There's a little bit more to that to that crazy woman. So, so then uh, we play... Our set, and we we get down. We're getting packed up to go home, and the the girl comes out, and she's like, "Hey, can I can I ride with you guys?" I remember this now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, she came to me. She's like, "Can I ride with you guys?" It's like ride where? She's back to Baltimore. Yeah, she wanted to go all. I remember. We were like, well, "What about your daughter?" <laughs> and she's like. Oh, she'll be all right. <laughs> you know, like, she's like well, what are you going to do when you get to Baltimore? She's like, I got an uncle that lives there. I got an uncle that lives there in Baltimore. Yeah, so. <sighs> so, nevertheless, you know, she's still living in your basement. Right, no. She doesn't require a chain in it anymore. So. Well, I was like, you know, <laughs> I was like, well, let me ask the other guys. Because, you know, I didn't want her to be upset with me for some reason. <laughs> So, uh, but you know, it so came put back it on to, us. Says, no, it my came, dad said no. Yeah, it came <laughs> back to, yeah, you're you're not gonna ride with us. <laughs> and uh, she was like, "Well, here's your postcard back." Hands <laughs> us with the cup. I was like, "No problem. I will take the postcard back from you. Go on." Pretty sure she bought a bunch of merch too. So you, she can give us the free postcard <laughs> back, and we'll keep your money. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I guess that's all that matters. So. I hope, um, I hope she's doing well. Well, I mean, if you would have, you know, let her come back, you would have gotten like another $1,200 of stimulus money for another dependent. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's all you need is another dependent right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody, uh, I hope you enjoyed our first episode uh, of the Lost But Willing podcast. I know uh, Chris has got the music uh, keyed up. But uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, close out the podcast now. Uh, Stay tuned for episode two. 